Hey, good morning, Bethel. Uh, not exactly the what I had envisioned for this Sunday, but one of the things that I know, and I think you know as well, that the pandemic has taught us is that every day, that every week, we never know what is around the corner. We never know what the next phone call, what the next text, what the next day will bring. And so uh, early Saturday morning, I began to uh, have chills and I just feel like I was going to be sick all evening long. I've stayed in the bed most of the day, but um, I've got a message on my heart that I need to bring to you today uh, that I've just been chewing on since last Sunday. And so uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, just giving me the privilege to, to stand before you again today uh, to bring this word. I had a COVID test yesterday. I will know within 24 hours what the results are, but I just felt it best uh, to try to uh, record something versus coming and, and spreading or putting anyone else at harm. So thank you for your understanding. Thank you for your patience. And uh, even though that we are uh, separated today, we're still connected in one. We're connected in Christ, and he is still alive. He is still on the throne. He is still good. And uh, even as I wrote a text uh, the other evening as I was couldn't sleep, I was restless. I told Kendall that I was scared, but I'm hopeful. So I don't know about you. Are you scared this morning? If you are, there is hope. His name is Jesus, and we can continue to cling to him. Let's pray as we begin our time together today. Father God, I thank you for a new day and a fresh start. Lord, I thank you this morning as we gather, Lord, seven days have gone by again. And we've gathered to worship. We've gathered here in your house to come together to glorify your name and to recall all the good things that you have done this week, Lord, all the things that you have brought us through. Lord, there are people in the audience this morning who need your touch, they need your presence, they need a reminder of the peace that only you can give. And so, Father, I pray this morning they may feel your peace and your presence. Father, I pray that as we uh, just talk this morning, as we open up your word, Father, I pray that you would open our hearts to receive the message that you have placed on my heart, to bring before these people today at Bethel. Lord, I pray that you would be high and lifted up, for your word says when you are, Father, that you will draw all men, women, boys, and girls to yourself. And so, Father, I pray today that every person that's under the sign of my voice will be drawn closer to you, help them to see you more clearly. Father, help us to leave here different than when we've come. Lord, help us to apply these truths that we see in your word. Lord, we just thank you that you're not finished with us yet. Lord, that we just have to trust you and to keep walking faithfully with you day in and day out. Lord, I thank you. I love you. I pray that all that's said and done here today would be for your glory and for your honor. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, guys, I don't know about you, but I thoroughly enjoyed uh, having Pastor Daryl Gaddy with us last week. Man, what a great message. What a challenging message. What a strong word, a word that, that I needed to hear. And, and as soon as he came out of the bag, right, as soon as he started his message, he hit me with a zinger. And it's just something I've been chewing on since last Sunday. And he talked about how God counts me just worthy enough with his grace upon me. He trusts me with his reputation. Have you ever thought about that? This morning, as you leave here, God is trusting you. He's trusting me with his reputation. Right, I know the sinner that I am, and I know the things that I struggle with, and I don't know, I just needed that reminder to be reminded that he trusts me, he calls me just worthy with his grace, that he trusts me with his reputation. 
And so I hope that you'd be reminded today that as we leave here, that we are indeed trusted with his reputation. We're to go out into the world. We're to go out in the highways and the hedges. We're to go out into our homes, our workplaces. Wherever we go this coming week, God is trusting us as believers with his reputation. We're to represent him. We're to represent him well. We're to love well. We're to lead well. We are to be the hands and feet of Christ. And so I pray that you would just remember that this morning. That has been something that has been comforting, but also challenging me. Just to remind me that as I go out, that I represent something bigger than Chris, that I represent something bigger than Bethel Baptist Church, that I represent Almighty God because through his grace and his mercy, he has saved me and he has called me and he's given me life, he's given me freedom. But we're not to use that freedom for ourselves, for our flesh, to be selfish, but we're to use it to love and to serve others. Hey, listen, as, as Daryl had the seminar portion following lunch. Oh, great, great lunch, by the way. You guys did a phenomenal job. Uh, really a great time of fellowship with everybody. I really enjoyed the meal. I don't know about you, but it was just a great time to gather together again. And uh, man, I left full. I left full spiritually. I left full physically. And I left, I left chewing on some things. And you know, one of the things Daryl mentioned during the seminar portion was this. He talked about as he works with churches around the state, They'll, they'll tell them, and inevitably, it almost always comes up. And they say, well, send us people to love. You know, in that moment, felt like the Spirit, God's Spirit, whispered into mine. And he said, you know what? You have to love to learn. You have to love. <laughs> Sorry. You have to learn to love the ones you have first. Have you ever thought about that? You know, I don't know who this message is for this morning. Maybe it's that person in the back row who thinks this message doesn't apply to them. Maybe it's the one in the balcony. Maybe it's the one up front. Maybe it's the one who has just checked me out. But for whatever reason, God's spirit right now, you heard that. And you're like, wait a second. We've got to love the ones that we have? Absolutely. You know, maybe there's one here this morning that is grieving the spirit of God by not loving others the way that they should, loving the ones that we have. Is Bethel a welcoming church? I think so. My family has felt loved and welcomed and appreciated, and we've had some visitors, and they continue to come back. That's a good sign. But are we loving the ones that are here? Yeah, we want God to send people, and we want, we want to reach our community, but we have to learn to love the ones that we have. Can I just be tr very transparent this morning? Maybe this message is for me, right? I, I don't know about you, but it, it's, it's not easy sometimes to love people in your family. It's, it's not easy to love some people that you work with. It's not easy to love that person who's on the pew behind you, in that chair and table behind you, right? I mean, even this week as I, as I talked to one of the most godly women that I know, and leadership, attended the Global Leadership Conference and just really enjoyed that. Got to hear from a lot of phenomenal speakers and, and thinkers and just they challenged me. But I and one such lady is Michelle Logan Owens, who was my boss at Prisma Health Tooney Hospital. And and I just began to just kind of glean from some of her wisdom. And I said, Michelle, I said, how do you love difficult people? How do you lead difficult people? And you know what she reminded me? She said, you know what? Sometimes you have to have a conversation. 
you, you have to go and you have to have a conversation with that person. I mean, that's Matthew's gospel tells us that. We're to go to one another when we feel like that we've been wronged. But she said, you know, also sometimes she told me a story about how that there were people that had done things, had done things in the past that she noticed, but she never said anything about them. That, that she extended grace, that she extended mercy, that she just tucked that away, didn't hold it against them, but she knew what they had done. And so she just never mentioned it. And I said, Michelle, how do you do that? That's hard. She said, absolutely. But you know, as, as we talked about, and I was reminded, if, if loving people was easy, if, if doing the right thing was easy, everybody would do it. And sometimes doing the right thing is hard. And so I don't know this morning who needs to hear this message. But we're called to love those that God has placed in our path. As I began to go to Scripture, you know, we're, we're known by our love. And so I went to John's Gospel. And in John chapter 13, uh, we, a very familiar passage, many of you know. And it says, if you, uh, if you have love for one another. But what's interesting about this, this is verse 35. What's interesting about this is that you uh, will have love for one another. What does it say, though? Back up to 34, and a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. By that, or by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So let's just stop there this morning. Do you have love for your fellow man? Because see, Jesus is saying we will be known, they will know that we are his disciples by our love. He didn't say that they would know that we're members of Bethel Baptist Church by our love, that we were Christians by our love, but that we were disciples. In essence, this morning, if, if you're struggling with that word, let's boil it down to an even more basic level, a student. Are you a student of Jesus? Are you allowing Jesus to teach you? Are you allowing him to transform you? Are you allowing him to use you and to speak truth into your life and to show you the errors of your ways? Are you praying as the psalmist says, Lord, create in me a clean heart? Friends, I don't know about you, but I need Jesus. I need him to show me where I need to grow. And thank God for his mercy and for his grace that I'm not who I once was, but I'm not yet who I'm going to be in Christ. We, we've got to learn to love one another. And they'll know that we're his disciples, that we're a student of Jesus, if we have love for one another. Are you loving those around you? That's where it starts. That's where it starts. I, I want to kind of give you a quick little acronym this morning, a little acrostic based on the word love. And I just want to take this word, and I don't know, maybe acrostics aren't helpful. Maybe sometimes they are. They make me kind of dig a little deeper and, and begin to think things through and, and just ponder things. So first, the L. Are we looking for ways to love people? Are we looking for ways to love others? What about this? Are we listening? Are we listening? Are we finding examples are we finding ways that we can love others? This week, I wound up at a table with a young man, and anytime I go to a conference or anytime that you go to a particular event, you know, you if you go by yourself, you're like, I don't know who I'm going to sit with. And so I want to let you know that this week, as I was at Global Leadership Summit, it wasn't by accident that this gentleman named Brian wound up at my table. 
And Brian just began to pour out his heart and, and to talk about where he was as a man, as a business owner, as a husband, as a father. And I just began to listen. And you know, sometimes we just often, sometimes just being transparent, sometimes we just check out. Right? Sometimes we're like, you know what? Okay, yeah, you're, you're struggling. You're, you're not like, I mean, you're just like the rest of us. You're struggling. But as I began to listen, as I began to listen to his story, as I began to just allow him to share, I began to just share things that have helped me, that have been encouraging in my walk with Jesus, that have helped me to grow. And, you know, he handed me over his notebook, and I just began to, to give him some nuggets of wisdom and to write those things down. And I came home that night, and, and I looked on my desk, and I had a devotional that I bought. It's called Walk Through the Word. It's one of the most beautiful devotionals that I've ever had because it's predominantly Scripture, right? Most Sometimes you, you get a devotional, and you get, they, take a, they take one sentence and, or one verse, and then they write a whole you know, page on it. But this, is, this kind of flips the script, if you will. And so walk through the Word, you're literally walking through the New Testament. And then there's a devotional at the end. But it's predominantly Scripture. I had ordered one on Amazon. It was still sitting in the package on my desk. And so you know what I did? When I went on Friday, I wrote a few nuggets of wisdom in the, in the cover. I wrote a couple of verses, Psalm 40, verse uh, 8. I delight to do thy will, my Lord. You know, uh, Psalm 121, 1 and 2, keep looking up shared a passage from 1 Corinthians that we should be strong, we should, be, we should do things in love, we should um, you know, act like men. And I gave that to Brian because I felt like that it could help him as he was looking. And one of the words that we discussed as he was sharing his story is that he wasn't maybe as disciplined as he should be. So are we looking and are we listening for ways to love people? Because listen, friends, love is a verb. Love is a verb. You know, you can love someone, you can love something, but you've got to express that. You need to show that. You can't just think that. You know, and I think a lot of times in our church, we say that we love others, we say that we love our community, but are we showing them that? Are we living that out? Are we being the hands and feet of Christ? So are we looking and listening? Oh, are we putting others above self? Are we putting others above ourselves? Are we looking for opportunities to serve people? You know, following Jesus takes sacrifice. It, it takes us pulling back and, and maybe cheating on other things in, in our lives or things and places that we need to be to invest in the lives of others, to love them where they're at, to listen in that moment. What about this? Are you, do you value other people? I think about John Maxwell. That's one thing I have learned from him is that he has this talk that he's given, and I've actually heard it like two or three different times, and maybe I needed to hear it because I needed it to stick. And So one of the things is that he has this whole thing where he values people. And so by valuing people, he thinks of ways to value people. He looks for ways to add value to people. And then ultimately, he finds ways to actually add value to those folks around him. So do you value others? Listen, I don't know who needs to hear this this morning, but a humble person can learn from anybody, can learn from anyone. You know, when we have humility, when we can sit at the table with someone who maybe doesn't look like us, who doesn't think like us, and just simply say, tell me more and tell me why, 
Don't go into the situation always thinking that you're the expert. Because you're not. Are you valuing others? Are you trying to view things from other people's perspective? Right? I mean, the only way that you can truly get to know someone, the only way that you can learn and grow is by having those conversations. You know what? Are we always going to agree? No. And like Michelle reminded me, Michelle Logan Owens reminded me, sometimes we're going to have to love people from a distance. And that's okay too. Because listen, people walked away from Jesus, but they remembered that he loved them. They knew that that he loved them. They might have walked away, but they knew that he loved them. Are you loving others? And then last, so we're to look, we're to listen, we're to put others above self, we're to value others, we're to try to view things from someone else's perspective, someone else's worldview, and and just say, okay, what am I not seeing? What do I not know? What, What do I need to see that maybe I've never seen before? And then last but not least, we've got to engage. Just like that conversation this week with Brian, we've got to engage other people. The only way that we're going to love others and we're going to love our community is to to engage, to to put that into gear and, and to go out and to love and to serve and to listen and to look for ways to add value to people. You know, this week as I was reading and studying and this man, it's like drinking from a fire hose. I don't know about you guys, but whenever you go to some of these conferences and global leadership summit, it was hard. Like, and I apologize we weren't in Ruth, but I just knew even before, and then it got good. Like, I knew even before that uh, this Sunday that, uh, based off of what Daryl Gaddy was talking about, that I was going to have to go in a different direction. Right? We're going to have to take a pause from from Ruth and. And so I'm kind of thankful that I did because I've been able to chew on some of these things. And, and another wisdom that I ran across this week is this. It's from John Piper, and he says that no pastor lives up to what he preaches. If he does, he's preaching too low. And man, what a challenging thing. Can I just tell you that sometimes that I too need to practice what I preach? That, that I'm not perfect, and can I give you a newsflash? Austin isn't perfect either. Right? Pastor Larry wasn't perfect. The next man of God who's going to lead Bethel, he's not perfect. We're, we're sinners saved by grace. Just seeking that grace, seeking that mercy because his mercies are new every day. They're new each morning. And we need his mercy and his grace. And so I'm not perfect. And I never will be. And I hope and pray that I never give you that perception that I have it all together or that I know everything. And so, man, I'm thankful for that nugget of wisdom that, you know, if I'm doing everything, if if I'm living up to everything that I preach, that, that I'm preaching too low. Because, listen, the gospel, while it is simple, it is, it's a belief, it's believing in our hearts, accepting Christ as our Savior, and, and, and dying to self, acknowledging that He is the only way to heaven. But it's so much more. That bar is so high. Let's not set the bar low. So as we think about loving others, how do you need to engage this week? How do you need to, 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 to step up or to step out into the fear and the unknown and to love others well? 
What was interesting about Global Leadership Summit this week as well is they have this thing where they have people who give and they're, they broadcast this conference that I was at. They broadcast into prisons. And you probably think, like, why would they do that? Well, didn't Jesus say that we're to visit those who are in prison? We're to visit those, the widows and the orphans? Right? We're to do unto the least of these as we would do unto him? And so they broadcast this into prisons because they want people to learn and grow. They want people to know that they're loved. And there was this inmate that they talked to and they shared his story. And his story, his name was Ronaldo. And he was talking about how his life was changed. And, and, and he said something. And I just had to pull out my phone and write it down. I want to share it with you this morning. He says, somebody was thinking about me when I wasn't thinking about myself. Who are you thinking about? Who out there do you have a burden to reach? Is, is it Lakewood? Do you want to connect with some of those people as we go and love and serve and have the concessions at Lakewood? Is, is it to go and to serve at United Ministries? Is it to go and to just be a servant and to serve someone that God places in your path at the grocery store in your workplace? I don't know. I don't know where God needs you to go and to love somebody, but let's be Christians that go and we engage, we put our faith into action, we put our love into action, it's on display because what Jesus says that they will know that you are my disciples by your love, your love for one another. And I think so often anymore that the reason our churches are in shambles, that nobody wants to come to church because they've been hurt by a church, they haven't been hurt by a building, they've been hurt by other people because we're not loving others well. We're not putting others above Ourself. Man, I wrote in my notes that we just got to invite them in. We've got to invite people into our lives. We have to just invite them in and, and just say, listen, I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but man, come on. Let me share a meal with you. Let's have a conversation. Just like Brian this week. You know what Brian told me? Brian said that he wound up at the, at the New Spring campus when there was a New Spring here in Sumter. And he said he went there and, and he felt at home because he felt like he wasn't going to be judged. Right? And even as we sat at the table by each other, he had on a t-shirt and a pair of shorts. And you know what? That's him. That's who he is. And so we got to stop looking at people and thinking that they got to have it all together. We got to open the doors. We got to open our arms. We got to open our hearts. We got to open God's word. And we just got to go and love other people. We've got to love others as Christ has loved us. We've got to forgive others as Jesus has forgiven us. We've got to go and to reflect Him. As Daryl said, we, we trust us with His reputation. Are we living up to what he wants us to do? Are we honoring him as we go out into our lives? Are we living for ourselves? Are we living for our own joy and our own satisfaction and our own pleasure? Are we living to make much of Jesus? I think about one verse that, gosh, I don't know why the Lord keeps taking me back here. I don't know why I've shared this in more messages this year in, in the last few months than I probably ever have in my entire ministry. And maybe it's just because I need to be reminded. Maybe there's someone here this morning that you need to be reminded of this truth. And that's in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 14. And Paul tells the church at Thessalonica, he says, And we urge you, brothers, to admonish the idle, to encourage the faint-hearted, 
to help the weak and to be patient with them all. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything and hold fast to what is good. Be patient with them all. Friends, can I just look, can, will you lean in this morning? Can I remind you of this truth? We've got to learn to be patient. Everybody is growing at a different level, at a different trajectory than each than all the people around us. Sometimes it takes longer for things to click. Sometimes people can't see past themselves. But thank God for grace and thank God for his faithfulness. That you and I can never change anyone. It's only Christ who can do that. It's only the Spirit of God who can do that. So let's learn to be patient with one another. Let's learn to love one another. Let's learn to, to engage our faith, to engage our love. Let's learn to look for ways to love others, to listen to them. You know, how do we show people that, that we love them? We spend time with them. So your kids, your grandkids, your family, you want to show them you love them? Don't go buy them the, the greatest and latest tech gadget or take them to some good adventure far off. Those things are good. But spend time with them. Show them you love them by listening and allowing them to share their lives and their hearts. So let's look and let's listen for ways to add value and love others. Let's put others above ourselves. Let's value other people. Let's try to look and view things from someone else's perspective. And then E, let's engage our faith. Let's engage our hearts and our minds. Let's go out and be the hands and feet of Jesus and to love others because Christ said that they will know that you are my disciples by the love you have for one another. Friends, go forth and love and lead well this week. Go forth and represent the rep and represent the reputation of Jesus in a loving and caring way. Be patient with one another. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this morning. Lord, I thank you that that we have to put our faith, we have to put our love into action. We can't just say that we love things, that we can't, that we love our community, but we need to to go and to to put that into action and and to put to put feet behind our prayers. And so, Father, I pray this morning there's one here that doesn't know you. Maybe they don't realize the great love that you have for them. Father, I pray they would reach out to me or Pastor Austin, and let's have a conversation. Let's talk about how much you love us. So much so that you died, that you sent your son to die for our sins. And Father, I pray here this morning if there's one that, yeah, they, they're looking to days when, when Bethel will grow and, and, and new people will come. But God, let us take a self-inventory. Let us just step back and, and, and love to learn to love the ones we have. Father, help us to love others 
as you have loved us. Father, I thank you for your many blessings. I pray now that as we leave from this place, will we go forth and will we represent you in a way that is worthy, that will point others to you and your great love for them, for the peace that surpasses all understanding. May it guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. For it's in his holy and precious name I pray. Amen. Hey guys, I hope you all have a great week. Thank you for loving my family well. Thank you for loving Austin and, and Kristen and, and their family well. Thank you for the love that you have. But let's not forget that maybe there's some others that we need to love too. Maybe there's some others that we need to forgive. Maybe there's some others that we just need to be patient with. I love you guys, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks.